You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boy Tom here, and we are back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Ooh, D'Angelo, I am furious with you, and we will get to that when we talk about my weekend. But first, let's hear how y'all's weekend was. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let D go first. I, since I usually go first, I'll let him go first. Well, I didn't I didn't really do anything uh, this weekend. I went on a bike ride with the wife. Uh, there was a bike ride called Tour de Turns. It was a lot of turns, and I, I rode with her uh, because she committed to doing uh, 500 miles in four days uh, in May of next year where we're biking to D.C. And I I don't know if she's going to truly do it, but she said she is. So we'll see. That might have been the, the littlest D's ever talked about right? this weekend <laughs> yeah because i didn't really i didn't do Ooh. anything this weekend i, just I don't know if we're gonna be able house. to finish i podcast. think this just turned into the sugar show usually it's a cinnamon show right. but i guess <laughs> he just he's over it huh okay all right well i guess there i'll take go. over then um well my weekend wasn't very eventful i really didn't do anything interesting i had nobody come <laughs> over nothing else uh, i had a couple fantasy drafts uh we had a game um, so I didn't really do much. I know time had a really exciting weekend, so I'm interested to hear what his was about. Wow. First of all, rude to everybody <laughs> that came and visited your sorry self this weekend. But first, you know what? Let's start off with this. My weekend, as everybody knows because of last week, your boy Tom went to go visit Gary in the complex. <laughs> but let's talk about when I first get there because you know what we're going to watch Gary's team and you know what I wanted to scout out Gary's team to see what was going to be you know what the deal is going to be this year and D'Angelo I have to tell you you're in trouble I, you are brother, in trouble because brother. they were up 45 nothing at the half on this team and I'm talking about this team the team they played against everybody that was on there looked like they could probably play for Alabama so that's that's the that's to tell you to tell you the truth right there. So Gary's team put these boys to shame by halftime, so much so that Tom went and sat in the truck for the rest of the game. He did. He <laughs> sat in the truck and watched poker on his phone instead of supporting <laughs> supporting me. Supporting the butt whooping? Come on now. So D, I want to hear how you feel about this. Do you feel like you're in trouble after hearing about how Gary's team dominated this 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 team full of probably D one athletes? No, because I I got the I got the scouting report on this team that they played. This team that they played didn't have many players on their team, and so they that didn't. Was, that was the week before. Yeah, you guys are projected to beat this team by thirty five. Correct. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't read the news. Oh, oh, now you don't, now he doesn't read the news. Now he doesn't read the news. We knew for a fact that Gary going into this first game, this first week that it was going to be easy for them, that they they padded their schedule from a standpoint of we're going to play guys that are not good so we can feel good about ourselves going into playing guys that are good and hopefully have enough momentum to get us through the season. That's what Gary's and them coaching strategy is, I feel, uh, is going into this season. But I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work. Oh, I know right now we're $500 richer. 
Yeah, right now. <laughs> right now, you guys are $500 richer. Congratulations. You've won one game. How did the running back do? I, I wanted to know how the running back did because oh, I think he had like I, 12 touchdowns. I, I want to know. <laughs> I, I want to know what kind of team they are, Tom, because I mean, are they one of those teams that throw the ball a lot? Are they one of those teams that run the ball a lot? Can you see any promise in this team knowing that the team that they was playing is literally at the bottom of the barrel? All right, so to give you my fair assessment of this team that we're playing, the team they were playing literally looked like they walked off of a field trip to Chuck E. Cheese and accidentally ended up at a football game in high school. They were all so tiny. They had a couple of big players, you know, on the other team, but it's just like it, you could tell they were outmatched from the time they stepped off the bus. But I will say um, the running back, like you talked about last week, he obviously stood out because – I mean, just no one on their team could keep up with them. So it was, I don't think it was a good uh, match to, to or a good game to judge, like, how their potential is, other than when they should dominate, they did, because the running back literally – he probably had, like, nine or ten touchdowns, but, like, three or four of them got called back for holding penalties. But they were holding – they called holding because the people were pancaking the people so bad. What, what, what did you say, Gary? The, the rest were saying they were – Throwing him to the ground. Yeah, he threw him. <laughs> he he threw him to the ground. But it's a pancake. That's what a pancake is. You fall on top of the guy, and it got called for a hold. Damn man, y'all that bad that the, the refs are not used to seeing pancake blocks. <laughs> that they're used to being hoes. Like dang, gear. Hey, I'm, like, I'm look, just saying. Look at where we come. Look, look where we are. All look I know, we hey, we are five hundred. Middleburg is five hundred dollars richer. So uh, we're on the right path, and that's all that matters. So, so, so this on is what I want to make sure. This is what I want to compare this to, Tom, and I really want you to think about this. They say the best football that you could get is in Florida: speed, athleticism. I thought that was all Texas. Of, all of that, right? Well, Florida and Texas, they have that little. They have that little quorum about who uh, honestly honest in all honesty is there's three there's three states and every year it changes there's california there's texas and florida and every year it can go either one has the better athletes right 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 but you would think my whole point is is you would think that with all the talent that these three states possess that even the bottom of the barrel would be good no 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 the bottom of the barrel is the bottom of the barrel whether you're in Florida, California, Texas, Montana, uh, Pennsylvania, it doesn't matter. The bottom of the barrel is the bottom of the barrel, regardless of how good of athletes that you put in or you put out. And with that being said, this bottom of the barrel in Florida is absolutely terrible. So, yeah, Middleburg got a long way to go. They got a long way to go. They should enjoy this win. Uh, pat each other's on the back because they may not get too many more of these. I can't wait to get this money from you. I tell you, I tell you <laughs> what was funny though, D'Angelo. Uh, you know how it is at high school football games. The fans are wild, right? Well, <laughs> you can tell that these fans are new to winning, right? Because you know they're they're up thirty-five nothing, and a touchdown gets called back for a hold and these people are yelling at the ref like it's a seven to six game and that you know their world is about to end because of this hold that just happened not only that but the other team was so bad right i don't think on offense i don't think they moved the the ball more than 10 yards i I, i'd be shocked 
on like just their regular offense. If they they had defense. they had negative fifty seven yards total offense. Right, exactly, exactly. Are you shitting me here? <laughs> I am not. Yeah, exactly. What are we doing here, bro? What are so, we doing here? Hey, so, I, 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 I do my job. Even talking about I this do my on job. this podcast. Hey, why are I'm we just, even talking about hey, this on this podcast? Because because I'm five hundred dollars up from my school. That's why. And, Bro, let me, and, let me and, and time is talking about his weekend. Don't interrupt his weekend. He had a joyful weekend, so let him talk about it. <laughs> let me tell you this, D'Angelo. This is the other part that had me wilding out. So the one time that the other team did get get any kind of momentum, right? I want to say they were up, you know, pretty handily already at this point. But they had a a kickoff return where the kid, you know, snuck through. Um, and it got, got down to him and the kicker, and somehow the kicker was able to stop him enough until Smike come tackle him. And they're at like the ten yard line, right? Well, their yeah. cheerleaders are over there so excited that they're this close. Every time they touch the ball, their cheerleaders just start going crazy, like "Come on, come on, you can do it!" And I heard a mom behind me say, "Why are y'all cheering so much? He's not going to get in." <laughs> <laughs> Like, are you serious? This is what oh, we're doing. Oh man, Middleburg's a powerhouse. So, so I will, I will say, uh, Middleburg's uh, a little, powerhouse. little side story. Time was a little upset with me on uh, because when I picked him up from the airport, I told him I had to stop and get pants. Oh, I was coming to that. Oh, I didn't know. I, I thought <laughs> oh, yeah, he skipped over it. So no, I'm like coming to that. <laughs> I'm coming to that. So yeah, because that was going to wrap up into my next part where I okay. talk about how rich Gary is, but at the same time, how big of a penny pitcher this man is. It's hilarious. So, you know, I'm all excited to come see the complex because I've heard about, you know, how much stuff Gary has at his house. And everybody knows that listen to this podcast that Gary's rich, rich, right? No, well, this, not at all. This, Nobody this, knows that because it's not true. <laughs> this man says, I got to go stop and get some dress pants. I'm talking about some black uh, slacks or some khakis, right? So here I am. I think, okay, we're about to go to the mall, some sort of department store, you know, to get this man some 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 pants. This tell me, this man pulls up into a Goodwill, looking oh, yeah. for you don't know gear. <laughs> you don't know gear. And not only that, you know, Gary's seven foot tall, and he's talking about some. Well, I'm, I need a pair of thirty fours, but these thirty twos will work. Like in lengthwise, yeah, because they were not long enough. I had high waters on. <laughs> I was like, Are you really about to buy some high waters to wear this whole season just because you two penny pincher to go get some that you can actually fit? That's welcome, your friend, wel- welcome, welcome to Gary, welcome to Gary's world. <laughs> You're now in Gary's world where it and it's and there's nothing wrong with it at all. There's nothing wrong with it at all, but you just don't expect him to do things like that right? right like because because of what he's shown you before and you pull up and you're just like oh well, what the hell are we doing here we picking somebody up <laughs> all right I said, I said are we going back for another wrestlemania challenge where i gotta go get dressed up to go Not to this a, game <laughs> uh-uh. and his thought process is is i'm only wearing this for coaching right why should right. i go spend some money on something <laughs> that i'm not going to I wear, I wear basketball games. shorts otherwise, or as you see right now, power power puff girls. Like, <laughs> it's not like I just wear whatever. So, so this ties into to Gary's penny pension ties into what I'm about to talk about and why I'm mad at you, D'Angelo. I asked you last week specifically, what do I need to bring to Gary's house when I go? Everything. 
You didn't tell me. You didn't tell me I need to bring my own food if I want to make sure I'm going to eat while I'm there. I, you didn't tell me I need to bring a fan to put by my bed so that I can keep it cool at night because this man gonna keep it at 76 degrees in the house. Oh, bro. Oh, <laughs> what? I, oh, look. he's lying. I had put it on 74 and everybody's crying because there's 12 people in there and everybody's breathing with their mouth wide open, getting all the hot air in there. And as soon as like five people leave, everybody's like, oh, it's cold. Well, I haven't touched the AC. It's because everybody closed their mouth. We were sweating that first night. I'm talking about three of us came up the next morning talking about how we were all sweating. It was 76 in that house. No, it was not. Let me clarify. (laughs) Two of the guys that said they were sweating, they were in a separate room with their own access to AC and they didn't turn it on. That's on them. I don't turn it on if I'm not in there. Look, I I, I don't know if y'all watched it. Uh, you're, you're saying this. I have to do this every time I go to D's house. <laughs> <I don't> even, <laughs> <laughs> so the whole basement's like 90 look, degrees and I'm sleeping in it. So D'Angelo ain't got no, look, he ain't got no sympathy because he, he's the same way. <laughs> no, 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 Tom. You got you to gotta understand this, bro. Every time I go to Gary's house, I let him know, like, hey, Gary, me and my family, we are coming over to your house. He was like, okay, all right, I'm ready for y'all. We get there. There ain't no sheets on the bed. That's it a ain't no toilet paper in the bathroom. <laughs> It ain't no soap. It ain't. I'm like, damn, Gary, you knew we was coming, man. He was like, oh, yeah, I ain't been up here in months. But you, what? <laughs> wait, what? What the hell you mean you ain't been up here? You said you was ready for us, though. I was ready for you to beat the house. Correct. Yeah, like <laughs> he, <laughs> he went up there and checked. You know, you know, you know, when you go to your, your single female friend house, it probably mm-hmm. got it's for breeze sheets on the bed. They tight. Right. Look like you staying at a hotel. No, not Gary house. You so I will say his house. You I will say real. Just for reference, uh, every time I stay at D's house, I slept in the basement on this couch. Right? <laughs> they know how much I love this couch. Like this couch <laughs> is the real deal. Uh-huh. Love it. And I, I'll choose to sleep on that couch every time versus the bed. Right? Well, what happens next? The one one time I come up. Sorry, we're gonna move the couch up to the to our bedroom so we can use it. Oh, Knowing that's yeah, my man. bed. <laughs> wow. Hey, we're going to put you on this other bed right here, this other couch. It's not as good, but you, you can deal with it. So Look, and he wonders why it's called re, it's called retaliation. He just doesn't know. Knowing that's, oh, that's what's it. going on. That's what's <laughs> going on. He's secretly mad at me because mm-hmm. I moved a very comfortable couch to my room so I can utilize it and use it more. But he <sighs> would rather me leave it in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> every time he comes here, yes, you yep. see what this, this is. What I got to put up with. This Obviously is what I got. Wasn't put that comfortable? Here. You left it in the basement for the longest time beforehand. Oh, uh, it's true. Well, well, do you allow me to get used to that couch? <laughs> D, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Gary is definitely the quintessential bachelor. I walk in. This man has 20 boxes of like super packs of oodles of noodles. He knows. He yeah. saw them. <laughs> Yeah, I took a couple packs with me when yeah. I left his house so I could taste the flavors because I'd never tasted them before. Yeah. I was like, damn, Gary, what is this? Hey. He was like, I don't know. People said they were good, and he got them. So you want to know where that came from? That came because of D. I was over at his house recently, and he got he was ate some ramen. And I'm like, dang, I want some ramen now. And I got home, and we didn't have any ramen. I was like, man, I need to order some ramen. So I ordered ramen. So now I have ramen. All the ramen. And he had like five different full boxes of candy bars. I did. I just, those just got in the mail. I, I do like to have sweets every once in a while. But they'll, they'll last for months because I don't eat them a lot. It's just to have. So in case I want it, I have it. 
I love it. But you, gotta, yeah. you, you saw uh, where I live. I live out in the middle of nowhere. You ain't well, that's, going. That's what I was quick. saying. That's what I was saying. There's Time. not a grocery store nearby. There ain't no food nearby. So whatever you oh, come yeah. with, I, yeah, whatever what you, you come eat. with is what you got, bro. It's what you got. That's what you. <laughs> yeah, don't know ride share, sir. No, nothing comes out to Gary's house. Nothing. Right. Not alligators don't come out to his house. Don't know. <laughs> no, nothing comes out to his house. Nothing. Well, I, I I I was I was highly upset with you about not warning me because I've I've lost five pounds just from not being able to eat this weekend. Oh, yeah. let me let me clarify. Let me clarify. <laughs> so we eat wings. We get two hundred wings. Okay. He eats or whatever. Literally eight minutes later. Hey, you don't got any food. I'm starving. You it just was not eight wings. minutes later. That's such right, a nine. Hold up, hold up, hold up, Gary. Hold up, Gary. How many people was it? Twelve. That's oh, not no, enough. Sorry, eleven. It was eleven. Eleven people, two hundred wings. Correct. I mean, if you, you you can eat forty yourself. And yeah, it was I, more than that. Could, it was more than that because you had one of your friends had a wife and kids there. So they ate a little bit. Your no, mom. They didn't need any. I mean, your dad and your dad's girlfriend ate a little bit. They didn't need any of it. And plus, I now the truth coming out. Now the truth is coming out. The truth coming out because they were spicy. <laughs> but then oh, but so no, what the real story is so we ate that right after we got back from golfing right and so that's probably whoa, 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 hold up hold up hold up y'all want to play golf uh-huh oh, hold on you can't say time played golf because he played nine <laughs> holes and then he sat on his phone and played poker instead of playing back nine yeah i was over it he got too hot <laughs> <laughs> what 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 made y'all want to go play? What, what hold up hold up hold Gary, up, hold up. Gary's let's start this all let's start this all the way back over. <laughs> Tom, why did you go visit Gary? Because we were supposed to be doing our fancy draft and uh, hang out, and I wanted to see his complex. So I was down for chilling at the house the whole time. But Gary has found this new love for golf that he wanted to show all of his friends how much better he's gotten. Gary can't Gary can't <laughs> play golf. Oh, well, wait, I learned that. Clarify. <laughs> I, I shot my best round I ever shot. This week and it was and then, still a shit show. No, and then I went and played like the worst round I've ever played with everybody else. <laughs> that <laughs> so is he, legit what happened. He uh, was so excited to show everybody because he had just had his best round of golf, and then he shot his worst round of golf. <laughs> so, so nobody can witness. Nobody can vouch for the fact. No, that No, there was one split. person. There was one person that was there. He went with me earlier in the week because he got there early and he golfed with me early in the morning, and he saw me shoot a ninety-seven. A legit 97, and then I went and shot a 130, which is the worst I've ever shot in my life. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. I know, but everybody that does play golf will know. That's what matters. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so let's just put it like this, D. I, I, I'm not a golf fan. So I'm, I'm good for about nine holes, and then, you know, eventually I just get tired of chasing my ball all the way around. So I'm just like, you know what, F it. <laughs> I'm just going to ride. I, I, just don't know, I don't know how this was the game of choice that y'all chose to choose to have fun. This well, sounds awful. Awesome. A lot thing. of us so play Gary, golf. So Gary, Gary had, you know, a couple of his friends that play. And then you got, you got our carts, which was full of people that can't, can't hit the ball straight to save their life, really. So we were we were destined for failure the whole day. But you know what? It, and this is the worst part. It rained in the morning, which you know brought out the humidity because that sun came wow. out afternoon, and so it was hot and humid, and it was miserable. And I was like, I'd much rather be chilling in the eighty-two pool right now, Hold hanging on. out. 
Let's clarify. As soon as we got back, he went out in that heat and played basketball. Okay, I'm a so don't let him lie. Hold on, hold on. Where did he go play basketball? At? He outside on your go on your yeah on your court. Oh, okay. Well, when oh, I say yeah. play, he just played horse. But he was out uh, in the heat and he was fine with it then. But when it was golf, he wasn't. Right, right. Well, because you know it's uh, different. I'm doing something that uh, is actually fun. <laughs> okay, I, I respect it. I respect it. So overall, what did you think of of Gary's compound? So, oh, God, he's so rich, it's crazy. So, I, I, try, I try to tell people. I try to tell <laughs> Wait till you go to D's. His puts mine to shame. I try to tell you, man. The man is so rich. He's so rich. And thing is, he I am rich in spirit, baby. Rich in spirit. Hey, I love it. I love it. He went, but the thing is, he wouldn't let me. He wouldn't let me bowl because I don't, he said it was going to be too loud. And but he had to show me that the lights turned off and that it was like neon. And I was like, How are you going to do this to me? And not even let me go down there and play. Like, oh wow! He, no, the the real truth is he didn't want to go down the stairs and they had to come back. <laughs> that's wow. not the real truth. And then, and then D, tell me this, tell me this. So, um, wow. So we're we're walking through. He's giving me the tour. He's like got all these hidden doors in his house that lead to hidden rooms and observatories. So he's got like it's 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 like a maze in that house. I don't know how your kids don't go in there and get lost. Well, I mean, they, they well, you gotta what you gotta do is you gotta get a familiar with one or two rooms at a time. You can't take it all in at right. one time because right. it's, it's just way too many rooms. And what's crazy is when he took me on the tour because it's a tour. It's not like a hey, I'm gonna show you where you stand at. And like he really has a Beauty and the Beast house. Like hey, don't go on the West Wing. Right. Like yeah, like he really has one I of wish. those type of houses. <laughs> like yeah, the only thing he doesn't have is that rose in there and the petals falling off and him being a beast. Right. That's the right. only thing that's different from that. But everything else, oh, it's one hundred percent. Like you, you go into one room, you like, oh, this is dope. And then like, there's three other ways to get into that same room, and you keep coming through the same. You're like, damn, then we, wasn't we just here? Right. Exactly. But it's, it's, yeah. You need a, yeah, you need a map. Right, and, and I, then you're going I, up these stairs, <laughs> down these stairs, and well, you, I offered him a map when he walked in. He said, "I don't need it." Yeah, there's 14 right. balconies that all look over a pool. <laughs> right, and pool is different. You just and like, damn, how many pools. pools you got? Like, yeah, two pools. But right. he, think, yeah. he he got he got a hot tub that don't work. I'm like, I'm like it works. <laughs> Hold on, it <laughs> works. It, it don't work. Gas right now. That's the reason oh, why okay. you can turn it. You can do everything besides heat it up because there's no gas right now. Oh, yeah, okay. and, and then you know through conversation, you you really find out how rich rich he is, because you're just like, yeah, you know, he has a pool that he don't use. Like, dang, like how did you just? How was that a thing where you just like look at a pool and be like, I don't like that pool. I'm gonna build another one. Not change the pool that you already got. I'm just gonna build another one. So, well, D, this this is what was see funny. the pool. I, it's feet long and five feet wide, and you can't do anything in that area to make it bigger. Yeah. That's true. He did. He did need to put a pool somewhere else. But so back to when we're talking about eating, right? So it, we went golfing. We got home probably like two thirty-three o'clock, somewhere in that range. We ate wings then, and then we draft. By the time the draft's over, it's like nine thirty, and that's when I'm like, oh, I could eat again. So it's not talking about some eight minutes later line. And then this is what Gary goes. He goes, I only eat twice a day. I do. When that's I wake up, I and eat twice my a dad, day. And my dad cooks me something. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, bro. I, I wake up and then I eat dinner and that's it. Bro, I, I he didn't tell you how when I was over there and Gary no, 
Gary noticed to be true the truth. Me and his father were sitting outside and we were talking. And I talked to his father all the time. He is seriously one of my favorite people in the world. But he said something to me the other day that I stopped talking to him, walked out on our conversation, and I was like, look, dude, don't say nothing else to me. And all he could do was laugh. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast because Gary might not want me to talk about it on the podcast. But it was funny because you've been there, right? How how many days did you stay there, Tom? Uh, so technically two nights, I guess. So not you was there for two, you was there for two nights. So you mm-hmm. stayed at the Gary compound for two nights. Yeah. How how f- often or how many times and how long did you see his father while you was there? <laughs> so I saw his dad from afar out the window, and then the only other time I saw him was when he came in to get wings. And Gary, first of all, Gary didn't even introduce us. Rude. No, he he'll never introduce <laughs> nobody to nobody. Like none of the friends, like none of the new friends. Like right. he come in, he was like, "Hey, this is." This is the people, or these are well, people. Well, for one, there's 11 people. My dad's not going to remember all your names, so there's no point. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. So 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 right. You saw him for all of whatever, right? Right, not very much. <laughs> so how would you classify? Does Gary Dad live with him, or does get is Gary Dad a neighbor? <laughs> I mean, let's let's keep it real here. Like when 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 he says that his dad lived with him, does his dad truly live with him, bro? Well, the only thing that I'll say is because he does use his dad's uh, for Cairo a lot. It seems like like if he's going somewhere, he'll put him in his dad. So that, that I think that's the connection. <laughs> but yeah, he does kind of seem more like a neighbor that lives in the in the, in the, the house over. <laughs> Bro, so you have to, if you want to catch his father, and this is what I have to do, instead of me having to call him or, like, uh, sit there and stalk him, you got to walk past that pool table, bro, and you got to look out that door to see, like, oh, okay. And it's usually, like, Demita will come out first, and then you're like, okay, all right, well, you know, I give it about 10 or 15 more minutes, and then dad will pop his head out, and then you won't see him again. Right. And you don't know if they're you don't know if he's at home or if he left. Right. But that's the same way with Gary, because you, Gary can leave and you just like, oh, well, you know, he went to his room and he could be gone for two hours and he could be just at the store. And you're like, damn, bro, you left. Right. <laughs> that's how far Gary lives from civilization. Mm-hmm. D, I got a question for you. I need you to. Uh, it's still dealing with the same realm of about me, whatever. So then we're going to change that subject. Uh, if I asked you and said, hey, D, get a flight, but don't get a flight early in the morning. What time are you getting a flight? I'm going to get a flight at like 1 or 2 o'clock. Okay, thank you. I told I tell, uh, Ty, hey, don't get an early flight. He gets a flight at 9.15 in the morning. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the hell is that? What, what are you? Well, he said, "Don't make it too early." So too early to me is like a seven That's o'clock. Nine fifteen. Uh, uh, okay, but but hey, in 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 Tom's defense, though, Gary, I know you when you say early because I know when you go to sleep, when you wake up. Not you like I'm me talking. Time doesn't know. I didn't know that. We've talked about multiple times me not getting up till ten, ten thirty. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. I had to get up at seven fifteen. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> I just want to keep your streak alive of your. <laughs> but I, I do have a question. This is uh, something that I thought about 
Well, I was driving to practice this week, and I, I wanted to bring it up on the podcast. I had a question for y'all. Y'all both have kids. If you're about to get into the auction, don't do that yet, because I got one more thing I want to bring up about my visit oh, to your house. God, okay, I'll wait. Because D, because this is the last thing I want to talk about. This it ties into Gary being rich, rich. D, have you ever tried to work? Well, it's actually two things. First of all, I burned my butt on his toilet because he has a heated bidet seat. That's how rich he is. His his toilet seat stays. Ooh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on Gary. literally eighty dollars on. You can buy it off Amazon. Get out of here. <laughs> what, what what was it? Which which bathroom was this in? Because I've never. Oh, I've that's never, his, his bathroom. What? Okay, I never let you use that one. Yeah, oh, wait till I tell no Oh, one. I gotta tell the wife, you got a bidet. We <laughs> have been to his house a thousand times and never known that he had a heated toilet yep. in his bathroom. He oh, does. he rich rich. He rich rich. rich, rich. Bidet is eighty dollars on Amazon. Get out right, of that. That one's eight hundred for sure. No have you ever tried to work his shower? You walk into his shower. His shower is about the size of my living room, first of all. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. He gave you the option to use his shower? Oh, yeah. That's the one he whoa, told me to whoa, use. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You've, you you've gave your kids baths in my tub before. I hey, D, he never let you use his shower? Wow. You know, always wow. Come to it. I, this is a horrible way to find out that I'm really low on that toe, though. <laughs> yeah. Is this what we got going on, Gary? Is there something else you want to tell me, bro? I you. <laughs> That's that uncomfortable laugh right. over. You hear time? That's that hella no, uncomfortable. Because I've said multiple times y'all can y'all have used my bath with for the kids before. But but go ahead, Tom, because I want to hear about this magical shower that you took. Well, yeah, because you know, because he took me to his massage room first, where he has his personal massage therapist, and he has the- he got one of those too. Oh, Wait, you ain't never been in that one. Ah, boy, I tell you the truth. Well, he turned it up for y'all, man. Go ahead. This is awesome. This is awesome. So, so so you go into Gary's shower. It's about the size of a normal person's living room, first of all. But there's like five handles on the wall because you got one that controls a regular looking shower spigot over here. You got one that controls one that shoots water out horizontally at you. And then one I, I'm telling you right now, the time. Amazon rainforest shower. Time. I'm turning all five of them damn switches on, bro. Because I know I ain't got them in my house. I'm in the experiment and I'm going to tell the wife and the kids and whoever that's going to listen. Like, look, I just took the most magical shower ever. Right. I just turned handles and shit came on and I took a shower. <laughs> exactly. Because did, did like, he have a handle to shoot the soap on you? Like I ain't know if he that rich, rich. You that no, rich? Where you... handle soap shooter? Oh, okay, okay. Wow. So yeah. So that that, that was my experience. I was befuddled by that shower. So I, I was like, I need a uh, a YouTube tutorial on how to get this shower <laughs> turned on. That, that's that's uh, that's I'm 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 proud of you, Gary. Because I again, I've never used this shower. I think I've been in his bathroom one time, and he allowed me to be in his bathroom that one time because we were kind of in a rush, and I needed to have a conversation with him, and he allowed me into his room, and I, I was really excited nonsense. about that. So I mean, you've gotten—I mean, if you've showered and Gary showered, I mean, he like you. Okay, Gary, go ahead and tell us your 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 question you had pop up. <laughs> So my question is relevant to both of you because uh, you both have kids, and it. I, I had a call about an NFT uh, company that does NFT stuff, and I was just thinking out loud, like to myself, well, NFTs, they, I don't really understand them. People sell things, sell pictures and stuff like that. So I thought, I was just thinking to myself, well, what if somebody offered the right to name their child? 
So that's that is where the question came from. So my question is, would you be willing to auction off the right to name your child? And if so, what amount of money would have to be hit for you to allow it to happen? No stipulations at all on the name that you do. No stipulations. They can change the name when they hit 18. That's the only stuff. Oh, 100 percent uh, Yeah, I'm 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 letting that thing ride. I, I gotta deal with it for 18 years. I'll so let it ride. What amount of money would it cost cost for you to allow it to happen? Oh, it wouldn't That's be much. I'm gonna be honest. It wouldn't <laughs> be much. It wouldn't be much at all. I'll I'll for hundred for six figures? For six figures, you can name my kid for 18 years. One hundred percent. I I can do that for six figures. I could I'm I'm talking about like I'm I'm a, I'm being realistic here. I'm talking about for hundred twenty five thousand dollars, I'll let you name my kid for eighteen years. Being realistic. But to, then asking that follow up question, Gary, because you know you say that, but then he like so, he says, so, "What do you say to your child when they come up to you when they're like thirteen and say, Dad, why am I named? You so, know, so. what? So, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm okay with that, and and this is the the, the reason why I say. $125,000. I am paying for their college funds right now. Like you can go through all the hell of what they call you and the naming and, and all that, but just know that you're going to college whether you want to or not. So with $125,000 and I'm talking about tax-free, that, right. that'll be enough by the time you're 18 to you'll be, you'll, you'll be able to go to school. Everything will be taken care of. And it'll be well worth the name and the name that you have and the shit that you've been through and that you've gone through to get to the point where you are because you've already paid for it. So my question is then why so low? Why so low? Why, why not go for like 500000 I Because that's not really realistic, though. So, like so I, I, I mean, we, we, now you have to understand, though, Gary, we're not, we're not talking to people that are like, that that millionaires is like something that they they operate and they deal with. I'm talking about like if I was somebody that needed some money or wanted some money, $125,000 to name a kid. I mean, people do sh- way worse shit left for less than that. No, I agree. But but that was my so the whole thing is like so imagine if Brad Pitt, uh Jennifer Aniston, Angelina Jolie in general, just naming these. Imagine if one of them said Hey, I'm gonna auction the right off to name my child, and all the proceeds go to charity. How much money do you think they would make? Okay, so now now you're talking about a that's celebrity. a different. Aspect. I thought yes. you no, I'm, but I'm saying right, in general right, right, because right. like because if you think about it, for a business, like if a business said, "Hey, we want your name, your your kid's name to be Taco Bell," that's for them. That's cheap compared to advertisings. If somebody's out yeah, there, their yeah, yeah, like okay, that. So okay, like okay, okay. I see what you're saying. You t- you're talking about for marketing purposes. Yeah, because I talking would about think for marketing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think be a marketing lot. purposes, businesses would be willing to pay a lot more than the average person because for them, that's free advertise. It's not free, but it's free for 18 years, basically. You pay one upfront fee and you're done. Oh yeah, it's gonna be way more. It's gonna be well, way more than that. But I, I just thought you was talking about just. Like if I wanted to no, name, it'd be I say it'd be open to anybody, but I would think businesses would chime in. You might find random people that would chime in, and in that, like my thing is, I don't think people like if it got up to a million dollars, I don't think anybody's gonna spend two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars just to waste on a 
a terrible name, like a cuss word or something as a name. I don't think somebody's just going to throw away money just to name somebody's child that. I could be wrong, but I just feel like if you have that kind of money, you're probably not going to do that. Yeah, Unless, I, I don't. I don't see the benefit of. I don't see the benefit of paying insane amounts of money for NFTs, and I would. I don't see the the reason why somebody would pay an insane amount of money to name a person's kid. So I don't see the benefit in that. The only, the only thing I, I think time said this, I said the only, the only thing that could be an interesting thing would be like if somebody couldn't have a child and they wanted to name uh, somebody, uh, their child after like their grandfather or family member, but they weren't able to have kids. And then now this is a way of passing on that tradition of naming somebody after your grandfather. I could see somebody doing that. But again, it still would all depend on how much money you had to pay for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I can see it. I can see it. I, I also came up with a question. Well, I want to hear know. Time's thoughts and on if okay. he would allow it, and then we'll go to your question. Okay. So my answer is, <clears throat> it depends on what baby mama say. <laughs> because I, you should know this, D'Angelo. You ain't getting no names across the board, no matter how much money you feel like you're about to take in if your wife ain't co-signing on this concept. So we got to throw that out there first and foremost. Right. 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 We do. We do. <laughs> so We're secondly, fine. for me, I'm like, you know what? We could use this if somebody's willing to pay a significant amount of money just to name my child. I'm like, hey, we can pay off your debt, your college. You make sure you got a nice life and just be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Taco Bell, that you have had a you know tough life with your name, but you know what? You've had a good life because of that name. So I don't know. It's it's it's, it's one of those situations where you're like, is it depends on the name. I, and like you said, you don't really know what the name. Are you gonna know what the name is before? No, you don't know. You have to accept it blind. And when the kid comes, they get to put the name on it, and that's what they're called. So it, it's a blind shoot at that point. Yeah. D, are there any names that would be off limits to where you're like, nope, I ain't taking that money? There wouldn't, you wouldn't know, though. If you already got paid the money. Yeah, I, I already got paid the money. So Is there any name that would make you give the money back? <laughs> no, no, I have to accept it. I'd have you, to accept there, it there's wrong. not one name that would make you give that nah, back. No, it's not one. Not, <laughs> not, not, not once I agree to a number and they give me the name. But like Gary said, you'd hope that if they're going to spend enough money on it, that they put some thought into the name that they're going to give your kid. Right. Yeah. Well, like, so, like, like Gary said, like uh, in the truck, when we were talking about it, you know, if somebody's paying that much money. They're not probably not paying that much money to name your kid something like ridiculous, you know, I mean, especially not an average person, maybe a celebrity, they would do that too. But as an average person, they're not, I don't feel like they're doing that. You know, they're not that worried about, Again, you never know. People are buying a picture of an athlete that aren't that they're just doing NFT. Like that does nothing for them, but they're paying out, outstanding amounts of money. People pay outstanding amounts of money for a trading card. Very, very. That's the thing true. Is you just don't know. People, was, people just want to spend money on things. If somebody feels like they can name somebody, they might. You just never know. Very true. You might not hit that one twenty five. It might somebody might not might only be willing to pay fifty thousand dollars or something. So some people might not take that money. But again, that's why I was just wondering what would be your price would have to be. And 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 uh, yeah. So I, I, yes, that's definitely an interesting question. I feel I feel like you know I'm gonna set mine at one million dollars. What you're lying, Tom? 
Why? You're not being realistic at all. You wouldn't take less. You you're lying, Tom. You're lying. You would take <laughs> I, a I, lot less than a million dollars to for somebody to have naming so, rights so, to your so kid. That's the pro- So that's the whole thing. When you bring up hypotheticals, everybody's like, "Oh, I would." There's no amount of money. But if you give somebody a briefcase of two hundred thousand dollars and it's in front of them, there's a lot of things they're not going to say no to. Like you're going to say yes because the money's in front of you. It's a whole different thing and seeing it in front of you versus just saying, no, I wouldn't do it. Because there's multiple people that said, oh, they wouldn't do this. They wouldn't do that for $5 million. But if you had $5 million sitting in front of them on a table, they're 100% going to do that for that $5 million. Right. I just, it's just, you can, it's easy to say, but if it's in person and you're looking at it, you're more than willing, you're more likely to do it than you would be not to do it. Okay. All right, I, I mean, I can, I can, I can see that. So, so I would say him hypothetically saying it, yes. But if the money was in front of him, if it was one hundred and fifty thousand in front of him, I think he might be swayed. Okay. All right. I don't can, know. It's can, just a lot that goes into thinking about that. Like, are you setting your kid up for failure, which is way more important than any amount are, of money? So you can say, are you setting him up for failure, or are you setting him up for success for college because you've already paid for the college, basically? Right, right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it would have to be enough money to where you know you could cover college, cover whatever. It's it's a tough, it's an interesting question. We're interested to hear what our listeners think on that one. Yeah. That's gonna be um, a great one. That's a that's a great one. I got a I got a question for you guys. Yeah, well, let's get your I, question, I, and we'll I, finally end the cinnamon show. I I uh. <laughs> or is it the sugar show this week? Remember? That's, that's it's, been it's, a time it's show. Sugar show. This been it's the actually, time it's show. Really you know, it's really. it's about show. time. It's about <laughs> damn time. That's, I'm, you know, I'm, gonna rename, I'm gonna rename the podcast this week too. It's about damn time. <laughs> I, that that's a hundred percent what this podcast about. So Kanye West finally dropped Dunder. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Dunda is his mom's name, and uh, he's did three listening shows that were completely sold out. Like, I first of all, I want to talk about kind of like society's infatuation with Kanye West and why he is big as everybody say he is one and two. The I, I've been so conflicted listening to his music because he's actually a really good artist. But since he's, um, quote unquote, decided to dabble in the Christian genre and have Young Thug and like the baby and have all these rappers on his album, it's been really weird listening to a Christian album with the with the uh, I, I don't even know how what kind of twist you even say. Like, I don't even time even know how to even say this and. I mean, you can probably help me here. This is, I guess, this is the equivalent of like Lil Nas X when he came out with uh 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 the song that he came out when he crossed over into like the hip hop country. I I I don't. I think this is like, this is like trap gospel. I think is this what this is? Time. I'm not really sure what it is, but I was so conflicted listening <laughs> to it because I'm like. All right, so the title of this is called Heaven and Hell or Hurricane or um, Jail or whatever the case may be. And I have to commend Kanye on this Donda album because you can listen to this album with your kid because there's no cursing in it because he's he's a Christian guy. And it's it's really interesting. This is I, I want to hear y'all take on it, though. And 
what y'all thought? Like, was he ever going to drop the album? He dropped it. What you thought about it, the project, and what's everybody's fascination with Kanye West? So I will say I haven't actually listened to it yet. I will. I do have it on the, the plan to listen to it this week. So uh, I will give you more insight next week on what I think of the tracks. But in general, I think it's just like he uh, he's pop culture. Like he's done a little bit of everything. He's been in the news, whether it be good, bad, and then his when he has a clothing line everything sells out his his clothes shoes are actually really comfortable i think that's a huge part of it you actually wear some of his shoes that are terrible yeah. but you wear them but 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 that's because they're con mm-hmm. they're kanye's that's the only reason why there's not right. anything else so like he he got that niche he's a, he's got a little bit he's dabbling in so much who would you compare him to who would you compare him to would you say he's a michael jackson of because I mean, some no, people Michael Jackson didn't make clothes. So like, I, like Kanye's dabbling in so much stuff. He's trying to do so who's bigger, a little bit who's of everything. Hip hop, Jay Z or Kanye West? Well, like long term, it'd be Jay Z, but right now it's Kanye. Okay. I would say like I would say to other people, I'm not a Jay Z fan. So like that's not a good uh, fair question to ask me because I don't usually tend to side with Jay Z on a lot. I'm just not a fan of his. I haven't okay. been. But like I respect him, I think he's a great artist. I think he people like him, and he's and considered one of the greatest. But for me, he's not. The thing about Kanye too is it seems like he's just dabbling in more stuff. Like, you know, he, he <laughs> ran for president for goodness sake. You know what I'm saying? So like, he's just he's just a character that's out there that you know is he's just very interesting. Uh, well, so I also that, think he loves to just push the boundaries and try new things. He's not content staying in the same lane and only doing that. And I think that's what appeals to other people because he's willing to try and do other things. And whether he fails or not, like Lil Wayne even tried. Lil Wayne tried to make a rock album and people crapped on him. But he's like, I don't care. I'm going to do it. This is what I want to do my lane. This is I'm not going to just stay in one thing what you want. And I think Kanye is doing it and he's found success doing it. And I think that's huge because that usually doesn't happen. A lot of people don't find success going to 14 different lanes and he's found success in all of them. And I think that's impressive. Obviously not president, but like in general terms, like he's this, and then he's a polarized figure because he says what he wants. Like he doesn't try to mince things and like he supported president Trump because that's what he believed in, whether he right or wrong, whatever, that's his opinion. He stuck by it and did everything. And then like, obviously now he's coming out with a gospel or a Christian album because he's that's he's paying homage to his mom and he's doing more religious stuff. That's fine. Like people, you shouldn't. He shouldn't be penalized for trying new things and doing new things and trying to express himself in different ways. I think a prime example I, who I would compare him to, or who I could compare that artist to Kanye would be Childish Gambino because he's an actor, a rapper, and he's a writer on shows and music. So like he does, and he writes. Like so, like I think he's multi-talented. He does multiple different things, and I would say I would compare him to Kanye. I wouldn't compare Kanye to Childish Gambino. I would say Childish Gambino has done things Kanye's done by going in different lanes and trying new things. Okay, all right, I see you, Gary. What about you, Tom? What you got? Yeah, I'm 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 with Gary. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, I've been traveling a lot today, so I haven't really uh, had much time. But um. Or yeah, so I'll I'll listen to it and get back to you next week. But I also um, wanted to ask you because this is kind of you know speaking about people and cultures and how they've infect and impacted cultures. 
um, because I don't really have anything else to add about Kanye. Candyman, have you seen it? And what did you think? No, I don't want to hear about it till next week, till me and you both can watch it. So Ooh, let's save that okay. for next week. Do that next I want week. To, I want to be able to. I want to both of us see it. All three of us have seen it, and the, all three of us can talk about it. So just for reference, everybody's listening. Spoiler alert: Next week we will be talking about Candyman. Okay, I know we. I know y'all want to wrap up the podcast, but I I gotta ask this question because Gary, you got a little history with it. And I want your thoughts, Tom, because I think it'll be fascinating just to get your time, your your thoughts. And then I'll I'll wrap up with mine, Gary. But we're gonna start with you because you have recently the most history. So Cheetah Talik Hill called out uh Usain Bolt to run the 40. He wants to race Usain Bolt. He said Usain Bolt is washed up, uh, and he thinks he can get him. Do you think Cheetah will win that 40? I'm only asking you because, again, you got some history with running the 40. Uh, you know how it feels, you know, on both ends to be fast and to be slow. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know slow. Oh, okay. I just wanted, I just want to hear your yeah. thoughts, man. Who wins this race and why? Well, I don't think it's fair to race a 40. I think you have to be in between maybe a 60 or 80 because I don't know how, how I don't know how many meters is. 100 meters and yards. Do, does, do y'all know? I don't know. Like, time, look that up while I'm uh, talking, please. So we can well, dude. Um, so I don't think it'd be fair for Hussein to run a 40, just like I don't know if it'd be fair for Hill to run a 60 or 100 meters. I think the problem is they're, they're, Hussein Bolt doesn't gain speed till the end. He catches people. He's not so, out the gate. Go ahead. 40 yards is 36 and a half meters. So, so, so it needs to be like a, if you did, I think if you did 80 yards, I think, what is that? That's six, 70 meters. Yeah. That'd be 73 meters. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. You, you, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, no, 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 go ahead. Go so ahead. Go ahead. I don't think, I think Tariq Hill will win a 40. Hussein Bolt would win a hundred. So you had to find in between because, Tariq Hill's not a long-distance sprinter. Hussein Bolt's not a short-distance sprinter in the, in those terms. So I think Tariq Hill would win a 40. I think Hussein Bolt would win anything over 60 to 70 yards. I think he would win. And I don't think it'd be fair for Tariq Hill to put up his Super Bowl ring versus an Olympic gold medal because Hussein Bolt has like 18 of them and Tariq Hill has one. Yeah. What, what, do, you think, what do you think, Tom? Yeah, I'm with Gary on that one because I think that uh, Tyreek Hill is going to be more explosive uh, out of the blocks, I feel like. But, you know, uh, Usain Bolt, he's got that long stride. That's where he starts, you know, making up his ground. He's he, If you did somewhere in the middle, I think Usain would still win. Um, but, you know, the 40 just seems almost built. Maybe, and, you know, maybe that's what Tyreek Hill needs to run because, you know, Usain Bolt is a world-class you know, runner. I'm not sure, you know, how much older he is now if he's still able to run as fast, but he's still like a world record holder fast. So, you know, you've you've seen the difference between like fast and like fast, fast. You know, there's a huge difference between being super fast in a sport and being Olympic fast. There's a huge difference. So maybe he still could beat him in a 40. Okay. So so watching DK Metcalf run when he ran, big guy, put up a, posted a pretty good time. 
uh, in the 100 and everybody was like, oh, you know, he tried, he went out there, he got it. There's no doubt in my mind that 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 Usain Bolt won't even be close to Tyreek Hill in this 40. No. Uh, it won't even be close. Tyreek Hill will blow him out of the water in the 40 because based on all Usain races, every race that he's ever been in, he doesn't gain speed until he hits the 40 or the 50-meter mark, and that's when he starts pulling off. So absolutely, I'm behind Talik on this. This was a smart move to even challenge him to a 40. Like, hey, bro, you watch stuff. Let's do it. Talik has a great chance of winning. First of all, uh, you, I'm going to need you to say his name right. Who is Talik? I keep saying Talik. It's Tyreek. I thought I was saying Tyreek. Okay. So Tyreek. So it's 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 like... It's it's interesting seeing it because I know that there's two people right now that are Olympians that will argue against track speed versus football speed, and that's that's Lala and um, uh, from the Amazing Race uh, and Kelly. I know that they will argue like, hey, track speed's faster than you know football speed and all that, but Tyreek is fast wherever you put him at, and I know for a fact that. Usain wouldn't come close to him in the 40. I don't care what you say. No, not in the 40. That's why I said if you find an in-between, it'd be more interesting. But right now, I don't think it's anything. I don't know. I don't know. I just but I think we see it time and time again when, like, uh, football or basketball players that are fast race against track athletes that are fast. They realize they're not as fast as what we thought. So, I, I you know, I, I do understand the concept of – you know, because of his long stride, that's where he gains more speed in the end. But he's still got to be fast enough out of the blocks for that to matter. So I don't know. I think I'd be I'd, interested for I would. I'd be interested to know if, if anybody's ever timed his forty yard on one of his runs. Like, because you can count, you can count the meters. How how much ground is he covered in that forty yards? It would be when he's running his hundred meter. I'd be interested to know that. Okay. All right. Well, just I'm just real quick, last one. I know I, I, I know I, I, we're still talking about it. Gardner Manchu, was he beat out by Trevor Lawrence, or was this like a really good move by the Jacksonville Jaguars? I know you a fan, Gary. You won't come out and probably publicly say you know you was raised a Jacksonville Jaguar fan because you were so close. You didn't like the Jacksonville Jaguars. I was a Panther fan growing up. Really? Because my parents were Jaguar fans. I didn't want to go with what my parents liked. I went against them. <laughs> oh. And, and, and Julius Peppers. Carolina was the, the closest and, team? Well, it's because they both came at the same time. And Julius oh, okay. Peppers was my favorite defensive player. And then I was a huge Word Done fan, so I was a Tampa Bay fan as well. Okay. So is that a good move by Jacksonville? Getting rid of, getting rid of Gardner Minshew, sending them to – Philly, obviously, they got their issues over there, man. I think it was obvious. Injuries. I think it was obvious that Trevor Lawrence is going to be the starter day one. I don't think that was ever an issue. Obvious. Yeah, there was no reason for them to say there was going to be a compute a uh, competition because you drafted a number one. He's been the hot, most talented uh, prospect since Andrew Luck. Like, it's just I, I it was it was undoubtedly he was going to be the starter. And there was no reason for you to even try and put it up a show that it wasn't going to be. And I think everybody knew Minshew was probably going to be gone. I don't I don't know if they thought he was going to trade him. I thought they might have just kept him as a backup in case something got hurt. Because even if he is a backup, he's a capable backup. All right, guys. So I just, I just you know, I don't want to mean to cut off this discussion. But I just Googled Usain Bolt 40-yard dash. Very first thing that pops up is an article 
where apparently in 2019, Usain Bolt was at an NFL game day experience. This man went out there in some sweatpants, uh, regular running shoes, and tied the fastest ever NFL 40-yard dash at 4.22, in, like casually. So he would destroy Tyreek Hill in a 40-yard yeah, But again, that's probably when he was in the heyday of training. That was like eight that was, years nah, ago, That was bro. two years We're, ago, 2019. That was two – okay, two years ago, man. With no training, he just going to jump out there? He just go. He just. We've seen this before, Tom. We've this seen man this didn't before. Have spikes on. He didn't have. Tom. He didn't Tom. Have we have on. seen this before, Tom. Somebody that said that they could just jump out there and do it without doing yeah, anything. Tim Tebow. Yeah. Like he's we've seen this it, before. And he got cut. Yep. Sitting at home, same way with Kelvin Benjamin. He thought that he could do the same thing. He's now also sitting at home. So we 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 get it. We we understand. What you're saying in terms of somebody used to being able to doing something versus them it. doing it. I'd now. watch it though. I'd that watch was just two sure. years ago though. I'd still watch it. I'm not paying pay per views to watch it, but I'd watch it. Bro, I'm I'm gonna tell you something. I cycled this weekend and I cycled with my wife. But before that, I took a couple weeks off. Taking two weeks off from cycling will set you back. X amount of days or weeks, depending on how many, getting your cycling legs back. So taking two years off from track and then talking about getting out there as the fastest man in the world, I don't even think his hamstring and quads are old up. So just before you close this out time, just like he said, he took two weeks off and cycling and he's talking about all the cycling stuff. That's how I feel when he's, when he dishes golf. I don't know anything about cycling. Nobody cares about cycling. <laughs> Mary, you don't know shit about golf and you play it. You don't know anything about it, golf. You know better. nothing about golf. In fact, I didn't even know you own clubs. I do. I own clubs. I, I don't. So this is how I know, Tom. He cares nothing about you and the friends that he invited out there for this fantasy draft. He's never come to visit me and was like, hey, bro. Let's go play some golf or even remotely even pointed us in that direction on something. No, you don't play golf and you're not, you have no, you will never play. So I, I would never bring it up with you. I, I, Tom doesn't look like the golfer to me. Yeah, I'm not a golfer. He said he I was guess, a golfer. I guess because I'm white. That's why he, he asked me if I want to play. Ah, uh, that's <laughs> said he wanted to golf. Sir, probably the best golfer is Tiger Woods. <laughs> no, I, I, I actually, I don't mind going and I'll hang out and like, like I said, I'm good for about nine holes. But then after nine holes, I'm usually like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I got my feel for the day. But you know, it's, it, it is what because, and that's mostly because I enjoy like being at least able to compete when I'm doing something. And unless you got money and time to play golf mostly money you ain't gonna be able to be very good at golf so then why do you play basketball because you don't you're not good at it oh yeah, oh yeah. well i'm at least you good enough to where I can, oh god Get, speaking of d this man he, he uh, mute. ran from a challenge mute muted you <laughs> he end, muted sir. time <laughs> oh, I'll, wow. I'll let him talk so he can end it who's gonna end the podcast so, all right well <laughs> we appreciate you tuning in for another episode of the cinnamon sugar podcast and just we just want to make y'all make sure, even though both of our hosts, uh, friends that are on this show, Cinnamon Sugar, like to duck challenges, like Gary ducked my basketball challenge this weekend. Never. 
<laughs> Please continue to, to stay faithful. One day those challenges will happen, and we appreciate you tuning in. We out. We out. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 